0: from the heart of room terror this is league of legends radio with your host ponderous sea lion Hello, Summoners. Welcome back to another episode of League of Legends Radio. I'm your host, Ponder Sealine, But this week, I'm not your only host. That's right. We've got an interview with League of Legends Anonymous podcast host, Sam Hahn, also known as Just Casual. And we've got that interview coming up in just a moment. All right, guys. This week, joining us, we have Sam from the League of Legends Anonymous podcast. Sam, thank you so much for being on the show.
1: Hey, guys. Thank you for having me.
0: So I guess, first of all, what is the League of Legends Anonymous podcast?
1: All right, so League of Legends Anonymous podcast is uh, obviously a League of Legends podcast, but basically kind of taking the spin off of we all addicted to this game, we all love this game, and, um, you know, I wanted to create a community, got some like-minded people, and, you know, League of Legends can be a very toxic environment, so we really wanted to make an environment where people could get together enjoy the game without raging so hard and um you know learn and have fun basically yeah
0: so speaking of those like-minded people who else helps you host this show and if you could give me a little bit of info about yourself and those other people
1: yeah sure so um <clears throat> let's see i started playing league oh boy my junior year of college like right when finals week started which was <laughs> poor decision. But um, yeah, that was when the, like Caitlyn, I think, was the newest champion. So it was season one before even like the competitive scene of season one existed, which was very, very minimal. But I've been playing for a while. Um, started listening to podcasts maybe in season two or three, like Lo Elo and all those guys and Trinity Force and League Cast. And then I joined a podcast season three. It was called Sarcastic Summoners. And with that, I met Blake, Wise Papa Smurf, who is one of my co-hosts. And that ship sank. And then after a few months, I was like, I really miss that. I miss being on podcasts and just chilling and talking with guys about League. So then what happened there was I contacted Blake and a friend of mine, Ernie, who I, was, I met through a friend through League. And we decided to put together a podcast and we just just did it. And then now we have two other co-hosts, which is Luke and Brad. And basically, we just kind of switch on and off because everyone's lives are busy. Everyone's working. Um, Yeah, so that's kind of the history of Lola.
0: So how many people are typically hosting each episode?
1: Um, We typically do three. I think I like like having three people because one-on-one can get... A little silent especially if the synergy is not like perfectly there or you're not really interested in everything that's being talked about three you always have that one person chiming in or conversation can flow really nicely when well, we have we do sometimes have episodes with four people but that can get kind of messy it's still good we have some good episodes with more people but then also um for example blake he lives in the middle of missouri in the middle of nowhere and his internet is the best he can get and it's really really bad So things start getting wonky with our Skype call quality and all those kind of things. So we usually keep it to three, but, you know, special occasions we'll have extra people.
0: Okay, so correct me if I'm wrong, but do you record your episodes live?
1: Yeah, so we go live on Twitch every Wednesday at roughly 7.30 Central Time. Little plug plug. But yeah, we're on (laughs) Twitch there. We try to do live episodes. We usually do... Um, I moved recently and I used to host all the episodes on Twitch, but then my internet was downgraded. So that's been a little difficult. Some other people have had difficulty. So it's not as consistent, uh, at least the quality of the live stream. But, you know, we're all recording on our own local drives. So eventually the final final podcasted audio that our listeners hear turns out okay.
0: So compared to a show like mine with one person who can sort of tailor it to however they want it to sound, how much editing typically goes into a podcast that has three or even four people hosting it?
1: (laughs) I guess it depends on how much effort you want to put into it. Um, When I first started, uh, one, I didn't know how to edit audio, but I was still doing it and learning it as I went. And maybe like an hour, hour and a half episode would take me like five or six hours just because I'd screw up, I didn't know what I was doing, and I was going like editing out everyone's coughs and changing levels to make sure it's always even. And it was just a huge hassle. And then we had a lot of technical difficulties. Now, um, it takes me maybe like 15 minutes to edit an episode because it's basically line up the audio, add the intro, add maybe an advertisement at the beginning if we have our sponsors um add an outro add the music and just make sure like oh we marked at 15 minutes we had audio issues or someone was like someone's dog was barking or something like that um so yeah it's a lot easier now just because like before i would take out okay we talked about this and we went on a tangent for five minutes we should cut that out and then here um, this person was too loud or this was really repetitive. So let's cut that out. And it was taking a lot of time micromanaging everything, but as we got better at what we were doing, we were better at time management, which we're still really working on because with <laughs> three people, four people that all want to talk about league, you get some really long rambles and good content, but just, you know, sometimes a two hour long podcast is just not good. <laughs> so, um, yeah, editing now is like a well-oiled machine it takes about 15 minutes Every now and then we'll have an issue. Like our last episode. um, the, One of the audio that we got. We had a guest on. Uh, painless. Liquid Painless. And he sent us audio recording. And it ended up. One it was a video file. And second it was everyone's audio. And he had like a hot mic. So it was buzzing. So that caused a lot of problems. And it took a little longer. But. Yeah. For the most part it's pretty simple. And now we got a. Uh Terrence, our boy Terrence is editing that uh episodes for me too, so that saves me a lot of time to do other stuff. So that's nice.
0: So you were mentioning people getting off topic and going on tangents and rambling. Mm-hmm. How important is it for you guys to stay focused on whatever specific topic it is you're talking about, or is it just kind of let the show evolve naturally and whoever wants to talk about whatever can do it?
1: Alright, so so basically i kind of produce a show when it comes to content i get together content i get insight from the guys sometimes but for the most part um i pick the content i get our bullet points and sometimes that we lack bullet points it's like a free flow but i like to actually have something structured because i think what's lacking in a lot of the league podcasts that have been around is that no one really, the way people, the way the podcasts are teaching people how to play league or to get better is through like email responses or like, oh, by the way, this is a good tip for last hitting, da 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 da. And, oh, okay, now we're going to talk about something that's happening in your gold rankings. Or, okay, now we're going to talk about something about the LCS. Like, there's a lot of jump back and forth. And what I want to do is I want to make actually a structured, like, I don't want to say like a lecture because sometimes those can get boring but i want to be like hey we have this three part mini series about um communication so the first one's going to be basic communication second one is receiving information and the third one is how to shot call so because i have this vision for a podcast especially for this new year i put a lot more um structure into it and also that helps me figure out how long the po- the episodes are going to be and then to answer your question finally um <laughs> That leaves room for ramblings because, for example, if you go through patch notes, you go line by line, if you're really not into numbers or if there's not jokes being put in like every other sentence, like it can get really dry and you're just not going to you're going to zone out. And it's not like most people probably don't go back to your phone while they're working and rewind it. Or if they're driving, they can't just rewind it 30 seconds every time they're like they zone out, you know, so you need that break of like jokes and banter and yelling or arguing to keep things fresh. So I try to make sure that we have an episode that's aimed somewhere between an hour and hour 30. And that means I have to make content, which I can hopefully cross my fingers. It will only last maybe 50 minutes. So that leaves like, we can talk for five minutes at the beginning, just like, hey, what's going on? And someone's talking about the food that they're eating and they, we, make some, we tell a story about something stupid or Blake makes some funny puns that are grotesque or really funny. <laughs> and we go on tangents. And as long as I do my job of managing it and my co-hosts are aware of time, I guess it's basically we get some structure so we have a direction we're going to and then we still have the entertainment value that I hope comes across, I guess.
0: Okay. So like the people you were mentioning at the beginning, you said, Mm -hmm. uh, I think it was Terrence is your editor or at least he helps you. You're the producer. Uh, what is everyone else's kind of role or what do you see each person's function as for producing the (laughs) league of legends anonymous podcast?
1: Sure. So yeah, Especially when I started, I basically did everything. I try to get help from the guys, but I think the podcast was like really my baby kind of thing. So and I, I had higher standards than my other co-hosts, or where I was more invested in making this podcast work. So Blake and Ernie were kind of just there giving good quality stuff. Like they know the game a lot better than I do. Blake is a great great support that knows a lot. He's always watching streams. He just he knows what's going on ernie is and then blake is also funny so he gives a lot of good entertainment and like he puts in those jokes and those stabs at people and he keeps it really lively ernie he's kind of an awkward guy that eventually grows on you after you listen to a few episodes because one he doesn't understand sarcasm so that totally throws everything like it makes things really weird and awkward but it's really (laughs) funny after you get like he just doesn't get sarcasm And then sometimes he's just really apathetic, and sometimes he gets really excited and angry for some reason. It's just, he's like this wild card. But he knows, like, details about the game. Like, oh, yeah, that that random ability that on the champion that no one plays, yeah, it has 5% of blah, 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 and scales like this. I'm like, how do you know that? And then you should build it this way. Or, hey, there's this new change in the patch note that no one noticed, and that's going to actually make eighty carry secret OP, but no one's playing that. Like, this is the kind of thing he brings to the table. And then we got... um luke and brad who are both um lower rated so their strength for our podcast is they ask the questions that the majority of league of legends players and probably our listeners are in bronze and silver they get to ask those questions to tailor um our conversation because we can be talking about really high level stuff and suddenly we're like hey we've been talking 15 minutes about this and um it's really not gonna help like 80% of our listener base or whatever the number is, you know? So, and then they also have like good humor and stuff like that. And they just measure really, really well. These guys were listeners first too. So um, they bring that hosting ability when I'm not there or if I'm there with them to just like kind of banter back and forth. Um, Besides that, we got Terrence who, he does some, he was doing some interviews for us actually Uh, we're making these lola unmasked where we whenever we'd have a guest we do kind of like a 20 question thing so he did that for a little bit we have an artist as well jason who does like graphics for the website he does sketches for our patreon rewards he does sketches for our um our website our twitter accounts like actually my current twitter photo is a wedding gift because i'm getting married in april Two months? Oh, two congratulations thank you very much <laughs> uh he sent me this uh digital and actually mailed me like a paper um photo that he made or a drawing that he made which was really really cool so he's our artist and then we got uh this guy matej over in eu that helps us produce our 60 second tips that is like i guess our most popular segment on the podcast where blake usually is the one that rambles off for roughly 60 seconds usually maybe like two minutes but um quick tips about maybe a champion or an item or something like that and we've been turning those into youtube content with mitteja's help Uh, am i forgetting anyone i hope not we had a guy um paragon 7 who made our uh intro song too but that's i think he's remixing a new one now for this year but yeah we've had a few people helping and we have a few more that are interested and we're trying to get uh get going but Yeah, the podcast is, like, not just a podcast, but a community, and that includes, like, live streaming and YouTube, but also, like, we have our Discord voice chat where we're always, like, yelling at each other and having fun as well. At least I like (laughs) to think so.
0: So if the podcast is maybe the center point or the main point, how important for growing the League of Legends Anonymous brand and growing your community, how important is it to supplement it with the live streaming and the YouTube content and the Twitter and all of those things that sort of work towards the main goal?
1: Um I guess I guess it helps. I mean it does help. And I guess the big question mark is what is the goal? You know, if the goal is to increase viewership then yeah, you need to you know, you gotta whore yourself out on Reddit and social media you gotta be like telling all your friends and their parents and their grandparents and their kids like you gotta like put your name out there you gotta put swag make stickers and put them on the groceries like you gotta do everything you can right um and part of me wanted that i'm like i want to grow bigger i want to you know get on the top charts but then like man there's a lot of league content out there a lot of good content and it's starting to fill up with things where if i do anything it might be really redundant and i don't really want to compete because you know it's not like this is a business i have a full-time job i can't invest i'm getting married i got a new puppy i can't invest the time that i would like to to make this like a perfect pristine like you know polished podcast i just i just don't and that's why i brought in more help to to do that but you know those guys have things that they need to do too so with that with our amount of resources that we have limited resources whether that's time finances people um our goal i guess i shaped our goal is like you know we're just trying to create a community we want to talk about league and if no one's listening that's kind of sucks but that's also kind of fine too because we just want to talk about league and that's we think that we have some things that we can talk about that other people are interested in and if people are interested in that hopefully they'll hear it hopefully we'll get big but you know that shouldn't really be our goal either or else we'll just really get burnt out, I think. So with that, to answer your question again, as I'm rambling. <laughs> um, Not a problem. Yeah, like those things do help. I love streaming. It's a lot of fun. It'd be more fun if I had more viewers, you know, because I love to interact with people. But, you know, I haven't done that in almost five, six months just because of Internet issues and moving and changes in my life. Um, so we do things that we like to do. Like, we like making those 60-second tips. And we like... I love getting people to help the podcast to help to let them be a part of something, you know? Like, like our artist, you know? I don't exactly know what his current situation is, but I think he's really trying to, like, do something with art. And because of us, he's able to exercise that, get better, and, I don't know, maybe build a portfolio if he wants to do that. And I'm happy to be that, like... I don't want to say stepping stone, but, you know, help him grow in that sense. And if someone wants to, you know, hopefully, like, create content for the podcast, that'd be great because that takes more off of my plate. And someone gets to be involved in this awesome, like, community that, not just the Lola community, but the whole League of Legends community, you know. Uh, I really like helping people be a part of that as well.
0: You mention all the time uh, building this community. What kind of listener interaction maybe you most frequently get or what kind of listener interaction is your favorite to get
1: <sighs> my favorite was our community games that we used to do um every thursday we would meet um we'd hold just like hey if anyone wants to join us we're gonna start playing games with you know the hosts and stuff like that for the next three hours or something and eventually it came up to, like we had five people It's like cool we can play games it's like whoa we have 10 people We could play custom 5v5s, and we were almost at a point where we could do, we had like almost 20 people where we could do two or four groups playing 5v5s against each other, and it was like, it was really, really fun. Uh, I think uh, people started getting really serious and angry about it. (laughs) (laughs) I think that kind of brought down the mood a little bit, and it kind of died out. Also, Brad was heading that, and he got really busy with, um, I think he was in a kickball league, and just work was really busy, and just stuff fell through the cracks and we didn't have really a good or a solid like what are we going to do do we have the resources to keep this uh community games going like we were actually i was shout casting some of the games that was that was awesome you know i wasn't good at it but it was really fun to like (laughs) shout cast we posted it on youtube and people were the community was loving it we get like four views but it's because it's like four people that were playing in that game so that was a lot of fun and that was probably my favorite like community interaction but uh, nowadays, uh, that has been kind of dead, and we're trying to figure out a way to redo that, maybe change the date, day of the week that we do it. But yeah, I mean, we have our Discord channel open. Basically, people start popping on maybe 4 or 5 p.m. after everyone's off of work, and you know we're getting together, playing games, and losing together, winning together. Um, I really, really like that. And also, I love getting those emails like, hey, I started listening to your podcast and I went from silver five to gold five because I listen. I'm like, yeah, you actually listen. <laughs> not the guys that like turn it on and zone out and like, oh yeah, I should work on my CS. That's a good idea. And then jump into ranked games and not care about anything and just like rage, you know? So those are always good to hear. Those kind of keep me going when uh, things are tough and busy. Uh,
0: is there anything else that you have coming up? Maybe any, teasers for an upcoming episode or anything that you would like the listeners to know about anything else that you would like to tell them or anywhere else that they can check you out
1: Hmm. well well one thing one event that's coming up february 20th the trinity force podcast they've been harping about community a lot recently too which is awesome i'm glad they're on board with that and they're a bigger platform to launch that off of as well they're doing a tournament of um i think basically you go to their subreddit t force podcast or something like that but you can can find it everyone's internet savvy nowadays and you can sign up for the tournament there and then you could say what uh podcast you're from too so they can group teams as best as possible and as evenly as possible over all the podcasts so i know leadcast was invited OK gamers t force us i don't know about if you you and your listeners were invited but they should definitely go check that out um that should be really, really fun. Sign-ups, I mean, it's February now, so sign-ups are going to close soon, so hurry up and get on that. Um, but as for the Lola podcast, oh, we just had a really good episode with Liquid Painless, so check that out. We'll have some more guests, but we don't have any big announcements except just 2016. Hopefully we'll be a lot more organized, uh, good content. I'm getting organized. That's kind of like my New Year's resolution. Um. Other than that, it's like our website is com. Without going through all the details of social media and everything, you can find all the information there or in any of the episode descriptions. Um. Besides that, yeah, I have a question for you. How about this? What uh...
0: I don't know about this, man. I don't know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Tables of Turn. How about you? How like I mean, you're a fellow podcaster. How did you get started with uh, League of Legends Radio? Because I think I found you like... When you released maybe yes, like your second episode? Yes, you did. That was okay. I have to tell that
0: story real quick. I have uh-huh. to tell that story real quick. So this was, uh, I think, right when I released my second episode or something, and it, like really new, like April or May of 2015, right when I was getting started. And uh, Sam actually sent me a tweet right when I was starting out, and he said, "Hey man, you've got a podcast and." It's different and good and you should keep going or or something like that and that was like the first piece of positive or really any feedback that I ever got about the show so that was cool and that was a long time ago and I mean obviously things have grown a lot since then mm-hmm. but um yeah the way that I got started is um I actually just had my dad was um my dad well is a podcaster and um he had this high-quality editing equipment that was just sitting in our house, and it was totally available to me. And I've always, I, I at school, I always like doing the audio production stuff and mm-hmm. all that kind of thing. So I figured I might as well try it out. And I tried out the different uh, format than most gaming podcasts have, which people might have noticed by now. But <laughs> yeah, um, so I tried that out. I. Felt like I was pretty decent at it. I can't sit through my first episode anymore. I actually used Darude's Sandstorm as the opening song. <laughs> Do not look at it. That um, was
1: my first impression of the <laughs> podcast. I was like, Wait, really? <laughs>
0: oh my god, that was terrible. Um, but yeah, so it was just, it was just kind of available to me, and he was there to teach me the ropes. So figured I might as well try it out, and I've been enjoying doing it a lot ever since. So. No uh, no crazy story for me. Just uh, wanted to try it out, and I ended up really enjoying it. So, yeah, I guess that's my story of getting started. I don't yeah. think I've ever actually talked about that.
1: There you go. This is a special episode. This is a special episode. <laughs> special things are afoot. Yeah, I remember. That's when um I don't know how I came across your podcast. Because at that time, I was like, my work was pretty... I don't want to say brainless, but I could go on autopilot. mode. <laughs> you know, I'm an engineer and that requires some thought, but I was like checking, I was basically comparing drawings. I think at the time, like it was really like just brain dead. I could just listen to podcasts and I was like, okay, I've listened to all the little league castes, like everything's out. Like what else is there? And I was like, Oh, league of legends radio. This is new. And I just like happened <laughs> to find it right when you started. And I was searching for other stuff, which actually fell to the cracks. And, i was checking a lot for like new podcasts and you know it was kind of like i wanted to share the love too like i know how it is starting and it's not easy and when you're like your only views are like your mom and dad it kind of yeah. sucks you know <laughs> yeah
0: i was i was definitely in the um hundreds of views at that point
1: mm-hmm.
0: or even the dozens of views i don't even remember
1: yeah i don't but remember it was not much. many
0: i was really surprised
1: mm-hmm. so but, um, yeah it's weird how yeah. it how it can grow or how like I think everyone thinks like, oh, even like you can have the best content out there, you know, but sometimes it's just, sometimes it's luck whether like you post it on Reddit and just the right people upvote it at the right time, or it's just, you know, sometimes you need to get 10 episodes out before someone actually notices you. It's It's kind of yeah. weird like that. So
0: yeah, I would say that probably the main thing that I can attribute my, I would say pretty good growth over the past eight months is just the formatting is so different than other shows was probably my biggest, probably my biggest advantage with helping me stick out in the league of legends podcast space. But yeah, it's, it's been pretty interesting thus far. Um, Getting to talk to like Sky Williams was the first person I ever subscribed to on YouTube (laughs) and I got to interview him. So that was really awesome.
1: Have you got Uh, any uh, rioters on the podcast yet?
0: I have not, but I need to work on that. So for the many many riders that listen to my show, I know you guys are out there.
1: But uh, <laughs> the whole they they I think they play you when you first come into the lobby, like twenty four seven, starting from episode <laughs> one at eight a.m. Dude, they they know how to wake
0: <laughs> up, okay? They know it, They know what gets them going in the morning. But,
1: right. yeah,
0: well, great. Um, yeah. Is there anything else that you wanted to uh talk about
1: before we wrap up? Uh, let's see. You know what? I can I can give a little talking point. I don't know if I want to extend this. No, yeah, far. go for it. Um because I like spent like my lunch hour writing this like epiphany that I had about League. <laughs> okay. And let me see. I got to click on it. And I put it on like my on the League of Legends anonymous subreddit which has no traffic anyway. I posted it on Twitter, <laughs> and no one said anything about it and I was kind of sad. But I, I watched this uh, video. Uh, this YouTuber that I guess is really big but I I don't even know how he's on my subscription list. I must have saw a video of him like a long time ago but he interviewed President Obama. I guess YouTube had like three guests do a live interview with President Obama like 10 minutes each or something like that. But this guy, he's a rocket engineer and he like, he got to talk to Obama and um, one of the questions, even though it was related to politics, he was talking about how, let's see, um, how if you how the Republicans and Democrats are more split in their views than ever before in America's history, and basically he was talking about as an engineer, there's a thing called a feedback loop, and basically you get negative or positive feedback, and because of the negative or positive feedback, um, when you get that back, you adjust accordingly to try to keep something at equilibrium. So the easiest easiest one would be like your home thermostat, right? If it's too cold, it heats up, if it's too hot, it cools down to whatever temperature you want seventy two degrees or whatever it is. so that's a feedback loop. So when I was thinking about this, I'm like, "Oh, that's kind of like league because what he talked about is that um even with media, if you listen to just one type of media, maybe like um Fox News, you know you get you only hear that and see that, and you don't get the facts from another source, you know so I thought about how this kind of relates to league and how we have this feedback loop and if you go on one extreme from the feedback loop you eventually what happens is that you go into chaos and you diverge really far from the that median line so i was like thinking okay how does this relate to your attitude you know if every time you go into a game and you rage when someone makes a mistake um you are sending this feedback and getting a habit where you always are raging whenever a mistake is happening and I mean, that's why you kind of sometimes when you're playing league, you make one mistake and someone just like rage quits or gets really angry. It's like, whoa, where did that come from? And I think it's like this habit that people have that they're already went so far from that line that they're in that extreme where they rage really hard. And I also thought about this on the opposite end, because me personally, and I think a lot of, I mean, this is like the topic that people, like it's a beating the dead horse thing where be positive and only focus on your own actions you know I kind of beat myself up a little too much and I started seeing that on this guy that I was playing playing with where every time he made a mistake he's like oh yeah I know I shouldn't have done that. I shouldn't have been there and he's just like totally starts tilting because he's like oh I should have done this I should have worded." I'm like yeah 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 but once you start giving your you are negatively reinforcing yourself and positive reinforcement is always a better motivator And I kind of want to see people and something that I'm working on right now after like today is that you got to focus on the good things that you do too. Because as much as things are out of your control and you can always improve, like there's no way you're going to spend 40 minutes in a game making like every perfect move, you know? And you have to make sure that you're giving yourself enough criticism to improve, but also positive reinforcement to keep you going. Otherwise you're just going to burn out and just beat yourself up. And I think this is really why people tilt really hard because either they are on the side where they react very negatively to something going wrong and they rage and they get angry or they beat themselves up or they're really apathetic where they like laugh it off and not take it seriously enough where like every death means like almost nothing to them. And then how do you improve if you don't like realize you made a mistake? You know what I'm saying?
0: Yes, I do. I actually talked about that a little bit about uh, self analysis and being able to know what your strengths and weaknesses are. I think it's important to also know your strengths because you can then tailor your gameplay and what you do and focus on what you only, what you have to improve rather than just, if you're already good at CSing, you don't have to work on CSing,
1: you know? Mm -hmm.
0: So yeah, it just kind of ties in.
1: Yeah. And uh, a quick thing as well with that, like I thought about how people take risks too, because I, this guy, he's plays a lot of assassins. And he's always going in hard, you know, and we always, a lot of times you hear like people are not aggressive enough and they don't understand where the limitations of their champions are. And I thought about that too, where it's like, I don't know, maybe it's the people that I play with, but I feel like everyone that I play with, like play really, really aggressive. And when they step out of position, like just a second or like a little step, they go, they take advantage of it. And that's great. But the thing is that they do it so often that they always go forward. So they didn't ward mid or they didn't ward their, their bushes and they misstep and they go in hard, you know, to take advantage of that opportunity. And they don't realize that they're getting ganked, you know. And then even what happens is that you're seven, 7 like uh, LeBlanc, right? Oh but you have, this, um, <laughs> you have this instinct where you're like, I see an opportunity, I can jump on the AD carry. And then you're like, you die and you're like, why did I do that? You know everyone. Everyone says this. Like, why did I do that? I knew that was a bad idea. I was chasing them for three seconds into the jungle, like with no wars and everyone missing on the map. Like I know I was gonna die, and I still did it. And I think it's this like habit where it's like, it's kind of like tunnel vision. You create that habit where you're in that extreme where you're always like looking for that aggressive play because everyone loves making plays, you know, and it it contributes to people's tunnel vision and going way too hard when they're not supposed to and I feel like people need to also understand like the feedback where like I should be passive more times like okay they I have a 51% chance of this succeeding like that's an advantage right maybe I should wait a little longer and wait for the 70% chance play you know instead of going for that 51 chance every single time and then mechanically misplaying myself or something does this make sense, or am I rambling? Yeah, no, I, I
0: understand <laughs> what you're saying. That also for me, I actually want to do a segment about this at some point. But for me personally, I, I main Master Yi. I know about going hard 24/7. <laughs> Trust me, that's something that I'm accustomed to. Yeah.
1: But you don't know for what the me, back button is. <laughs> yeah,
0: for me there's two, um, there's like two frames of mind when you're playing. And there's just playing League of Legends, and then there's like actively playing League of Legends. And I feel like people, and I've done this a ton of times, is where you trick yourself into thinking that you're actively playing and then you do something like go in when you know it's a bad idea and if you had been more actively thinking that you would have avoided it and you wouldn't have done it, but because you're playing on this based off of this instinct of seeing the situation, you think that because you've seen the situation you can go in, mm-hmm. but you're not really thinking about it enough and you're not paying enough attention to what you're actually doing i need to flesh that out a little bit more but i don't know if that makes any sense No, i
1: get it i mean it's a it's kind of a complicated and it's like a you have to tiptoe carefully because there's always like but what about this situation well yeah you should have gone in like there's always a situation that yes this is right and yes this is wrong you know it's 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 really tough to say this without like um because whenever i bring this up like Blake just goes like no you what are you talking about this is wrong you got to play aggressive and he's right but i feel like everyone like i said before like people's just instinct because you've been trained i think a lot of people have been trained to is just like go for it like go for it and if it if something bad happens and it's okay you learn from it but i don't think anyone learns from it and i don't think anyone has like the instinct or spider spidey sense to be like I should play passive and maybe farm for another level and look for small trades where I can actually have a good advantage. Or, hey, maybe I should just farm and wait for my jungler so we can have a really easy first blood. You know, something like that. Like, people, there's no instinct for that. There's no instinct to just sit and wait. Everyone's go, go, go. When can I find the kill? When can I find the kill? When can I find the kill? Find the kill? Instead of, like, almost letting the kill come to them. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that makes sense.
1: Yeah, it's it's a, t- it's a tough one.
0: Yeah, that's... Uh get another tangent that ties into (laughs) that it it always bothers me when i see lower elo players asking for you know what's the best thing to do in this situation or if i take an inhibitor do i always have to go for baron afterwards or is it asking for these specific situations and what they would do in and asking for a single answer of what they should do in certain Uh situations because there never is a single answer and that's kind of one of the things that you need to grow as a player in is reading the situation and figuring out what is a, the appropriate reaction the appropriate movement of the map because there never is just one correct option it's not always good to play aggressive it's not always good to play passive
1: yeah i <laughs> uh, yeah I, i love that thought because um like for example because especially if you just like don't know if you don't have that macro sense of the game or like the map awareness or the ability to shot call and really assess the situation because it's really hard some people just cannot absorb the information that they want to absorb you know there's just a lot of stuff going on the map and you know i i tell my listeners like okay like go into a situation where it's like two inhibitors down barren okay just do that do it for like you know 20 games and then you'll see that it fails sometimes and it works sometimes like but a good set of rule like, you know, eighty percent success if you have two inhibit if they have two inhibitors down, yeah sure, go for baron. But then wait, it's like, oh, two inhibitors are down. I could take the Nexus. Oh, look at that. You know, like <laughs> you don't know what the situation looks like. And two inhibitors down and going to Baron might get you killed. You know, it's yeah, it's tough and
0: Yeah, the variable there being the respawn timers.
1: Yeah. Many, many more variables than this response. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's
1: it's a complicated scenario and we wish that we could generalize it and you know, I kind of like I like the itemization when it's like stagnant. It's like, oh I know the perfect build. This is the most efficient build for this champion. Then I could shut my brain off and start thinking about other things. Suddenly they make all these itemization changes. And I'm like, oh, there's good variety in 80 carry items now. I don't have to build infinity edge and this item and this item and this item every game. And I'm like, oh, now I have to think about it, which sucks, but is also good for the game, but sucks at the same time because I'm like, oh, now I have to think about that. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it's um, I mean, that's why this game is pretty awesome. It's 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 not the same game every time.
0: Yeah, that that is one thing that I love. Mhm.
1: But yeah, that's that's all I got. That was kind of random. I don't know. <laughs> I kind of pulled that out of my ass, but I. Yeah, I wanted wow. to share my thoughts. It's good, man. My shower thoughts at lunchtime at work. You know? Uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Shower thoughts, it's more of a state of mind, really, than a location, you know?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes. The shower, yeah. I like that. That's a good one.
0: <laughs> is that a shower thought? I know if it's, okay, no, we're not talking about this. We're not talking about this. <laughs> this
1: is shower inception, man. Yeah. I'm Sam, aka Just Casual. You can add me in game in North America if you want. Just let me know who you are after you add me. Um, host of the lola podcast legal legends anonymous we're on itunes stitcher wherever if you can't find us let us know and we'll try to get it on that platform um like i said without going through the whole list of things just go to our website lolapodcast.com and you'll find all the information you need there um but yeah thanks for having me this was great
0: oh yeah thank you so much for being on the show
1: yeah we'll have to get you on to the lola podcast sometime too
0: yes definitely And, Summoners, that just about wraps up another episode of League of Legends Radio. If you guys enjoyed it, please follow me on Twitter. You guys can add me on League. Send me an email if you guys have anything to tell me to maybe improve the show or anything that you enjoyed this week. And I will catch you on the flippity-flop. This has been League of Legends Radio.